Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. My name is Joe and today I'll be looking at how to pick a captain in Fantasy Premier League. Um, well, picking a captain is crucial to success. Um, goes without saying, really. You get double points for your captain. You can make significant gains. Get it wrong and you will fall behind your rivals. Uh, some seasons, a player emerges that makes life easier for uh, you, me and everyone who plays the game. Uh, Haaland at Man City in the 2022-23 season is a great case in point. Uh, or Mohamed Salah at Liverpool has been a very reliable captaincy pick. Not not just in 2022-23, but way before that again. We've got several seasons of uh, enjoying his captaincy returns. Um, Harry Kane as well at Tottenham Hotspur has been uh, amazing uh, as a captain. Very reliable Um can get uh, braces, hat-tricks, but also um, just as reliable ticking over, just getting a goal and uh, a crucially bonus uh, for those. And uh, back in the day, um, I've been playing for about 14 seasons. Um, so Suarez at Liverpool has been another hugely reliable captaincy pick. Um, so what you want from your captain is goals, assists, bonus, the lot. What you want is points. And you don't just want a goal scorer. You want a goal scorer who can assist. You want an assister who can score. You want them to get bonus. You don't want them to keep getting tackled all the time and miss out on those bonus points. Mohamed Salah has been guilty of that at times. Uh, maybe he scored a goal or two uh, and not got the bonus sometimes. Um, that has changed around in, in uh, recent months uh, that I've been playing the game anyway. But um, more points, the better. That's the, the crucial piece of advice there. Um, and during double game weeks as well, the rewards can be huge. Scores edging above the 90 mark uh, for those that captains uh, the likes of, say, De Bruyne or Kane. Um, uh, the teams play twice, so double double points. Uh, lots to consider. Um, so what I'll do is um, I'll spend a bit of time um, looking at how I pick a captaincy. And I, I take that from been involved with Fantasy Football Scout for well over 10 years and a lot of that time been doing a captaincy video um, with uh, Tom Freeman uh, currently uh, the uh, the deputy editor at Fantasy Football Scout but but many others before and and what we do is is, is sort of a I'll, I'll run through the sort of tried and tested way we come to our captaincy decisions uh, and that hopefully comes up with the best captain each week that's the theory anyway um, so we can give the best captain on paper um, but there can be strong gains uh, in rotating the armband as well so you can you can perma captain a player takes your takes your 
uh, takes that decision away. It could be a, a, a case in point with Haaland. Um, but there can be gains in rotating uh, the armband. So 2022-23, the winner, uh, Ali, did just that. He only captained Haaland 19 times. 38 weeks in the season, did it 19 times. The rest of the time, he looked at fixtures, he looked at form, he took into account double game weeks, he took into account the potential for rotation for Man, Man City assets around cup ties and looked for the armband elsewhere. So, I mean, looking at his... Um, captaincy returns so uh, for example game week one in 2022-23 captain Salah 12 points thank you very much uh, captain Kane 10 points uh, Haaland only got six that week um, and this these haven't been doubled by the way Rashford uh, did very well uh, got got uh, uh, 20 points um, in game week 22 um, the, I mean the huge huge returns there um, if you captained them as well. And uh, uh, Wilson was another good captaincy shout from him in game week 36. So he didn't always go for Haaland. It shows that there's definite gains to be made by moving away from who you think might be the best pick and then to delve a little bit more into the fixtures and delve a little bit more into the form, maybe home and away, and think, well, you know, is there a better option? And there can be. So, um, well... Let's delve in. Uh, but before we do that, I'm going to say I'm going to a couple of reminders. Please do subscribe to this channel if you're not already doing it. We chock a block full of uh, content throughout the season, pre-season as well, uh, every season, looking at a whole bunch of uh, issues around promoted teams, um, looking at team reveals, look capsy decisions, regular uh, videos like the Scoutcast, goals imminent, which I'm involved in as well, and there's many, many more videos, and of course team news. Uh, that's a, a really crucial piece on Friday to find out whether your captain's going to play or not. Uh, so do do that. And also do consider membership for Fantasy Football Scout. Uh, always offers on. Uh, always always a nice uh, array of uh, gadgets and tools to look at to help you um, pick your best captain, pick pick your team and make your transfer decisions as well. Um, and what I'll do is I'll look at some of those tools as I go through how I usually try and pick a captain, uh, and this uh, is not just how I pick a captain, it's how I um, would advise people to pick a captain uh, when we do the videos. This is the sort of method we use, but everyone's got their own method, and there's no right or wrong way. This is just simply the way I do it with a bit of experience. Um, tiny bit about me before we really delve into this is that I've been playing the game for uh, around 14 years. Um, I've had eight top 10k finishes uh five no six five or six of those i can't remember now uh, in the top 5k and i have finished in the top 1k once so i've got experience of having strong finishes but as you can see i'm not in a palace <laughs> not sure that you win a palace when you win fpl but if you did um i i haven't i've never won the game so i've got the captain's decision right sometimes but not every time. And I haven't done it as well as Ali did in 2022-23, where he moved away from Haaland a bit more regularly than I probably did. Um, and it helped him as well. So um, let's have a look um, at what we first look at. So when I first come to make um, a captaincy decision, I have a look at the fixtures. And so I'll put up the fixtures for the first eight game weeks of the 23-24 season, just as a sort of a snapshot, really, of, of what I'm looking at here. So you can see it, it's colour-coded as well. So, you know, it, this is obviously subjective as well. Um, 
whether you want to consider blue, blue or dark blue is easy, red and very dark red is very hard. Um, so you want to avoid for your captaincy decisions a red one. So they're usually against a top team and away. That's that's often the case. A good fixture at home is a good side against the poor side or promoted side, for example, um, uh, uh, a so-called minnow, and you're at home. So these are the ones I'm looking for. So immediately, let's have a look at game week one. Immediately, who are the best the best captains? Well. We'll come to Haaland in a second because sometimes it's good to pick pick a, a, a player that's going to do well. But he is in blue there. He's away to Burnley. So he's away. That's a little notch against him. But it is Erling Haaland against uh, a promoted side in Burnley. So that's quite a good fixture. I would also look at this, looking at these fixtures is immediately the, as, as I'm you know yet to get into the sort of detail of picking a captain. I would look at Arsenal as well. So someone like Saka is on penalties, got Nottingham Forest uh, at this stage, uh, well, last season, were very poor uh, on the road. Uh, Rashford at Manchester United, got Wolves at home, another good fixture. A Brighton asset, um, if we have back faith in them, they're actually a good captaincy shout against another promoted side in Luton, who um, haven't been in a top flight for a number of years and were were actually um, around 10 years ago in non-league. So... There could be some returns there. You move on. It, it, this goes on. But, you know, I'll, I'll do a couple more of these um, just to show you. So game week two, mm, would you captain Haaland? Well, this is where suddenly a debate comes in. And this is where someone like Ali last season who won FPL would think, well, maybe I won't captain Haaland. So you look at Manchester City's fixture and that's actually quite tough. They've actually got a tough game against Newcastle, Champions League side, uh, improving last season. So we... On paper, that's a tougher game for them. They're in a sort of pink, sort of light, light red. So it's not a great fixture. You can still captain Harlan's at home, but it's not a great fixture. But then you look at game, uh, you look further down game week two. Who has got the blue? Well, Nottingham Forest. Are you going to captain a Nottingham Forest player? They might not be on your radar. Mohamed Salah at Liverpool is on our radar at home to Bournemouth. You get the gist here. So Salah would be a better option on paper for the armband and then you move to game week three well it could be back back to man city away to sheffield united could be rashford at home to nottingham forest could be a chelsea asset so say at this stage of the season maybe one of their chelsea assets is emerging and could be against luton once again against nottingham forest uh in game week four so you can see the gist really i'm already looking at the fiction i've already got some players in mind i've usually got the obvious pick as in the form player or or, or who you think is going to be the form player in this case it'd probably be harland let's assume he's going to continue his amazing form from 2020 23 but at the same time you've got these different fixtures you've got a reliable pick uh, reliable picks uh, you know for sake of argument mohammed salah at home to bournemouth um, so that could be an opportunity to make gains there. Um, so um, I, I do think that you really need to look at the fixtures um, rather than just say, oh, I'm going to captain Haaland every week because there will be opportunities to make gains. Um, and as and as Ali showed, um, some a number of his picks did better. Um, and that's where he got the edge. And that is where he got the edge over other managers. And that's why he won it. Um, but you have to go in a bit detail. So you look at those color coding there and you think, well, you know, this can change over time. So, you know, sometimes, right, at, at the moment, 
the, the this is being recorded just ahead in pre-season ahead of the 23-24 season uh, from last season's evidence Nottingham Forest were terrible <laughs> uh, from last season's evidence Everton were terrible in terms of defense Nottingham Forest were terrible particularly away from home um, and there were other teams like uh, for example, Leeds last season, who were a team. So these the uh, a team to target. So these are the teams to target. So you're looking at a very poor team, and that can evolve over time. Um, so you know sometimes, well, I mean, so for example, a team like Crystal Palace were were losing, um, but they had about poor fixtures. But then when their fixture run changed, they had a new manager as well, Roy Hodgson. We thought was going to be more defensive, but it ended up being more attacking. Um, so. Times change for teams and we're in a state of flux going into the 23-24 season with teams like Arsenal, um, with new midfielders there, Chelsea, they're they're going through a bit of a transition offloading some players, Um, uh, Manchester United as well, uh, another transition team. Um, so uh, and of course Liverpool they've got new midfielders so there's a lot of change there so these what what I think are going to be easy fixtures with good games for them might not be Um, Sheffield United defence could be amazing who knows we've had that before with promoted sides that particularly at home sometimes they 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 can keep clean sheets or they can keep teams down to teams like Man City down to 1-0 for example so you can captain Harlan for a goal but you could look elsewhere um so looking at detail, and this is something we do on our uh, videos uh, for captaincy, is looking at the details of exactly who is poor. Um, so one thing I have is uh, uh, I look at, it, at the, the worst defences. So I've done this for the whole of the 22-23 season, just to see who was really poor for that season. But I usually do this every four to six weeks. Six weeks is quite good for defences. So that that picks up a combination of home games, away games. It also picks up um, a combination of uh, you know, tough games, uh, games against minnows. And and, you, and so it gives you quite a nice spread and it gives their latest form as well. So sometimes the full season can mask that. But the season's gone by now. So this is, this is accurate. And I've sorted this by expected goals conceded. And that's the measure that I like to use. Now, this is uh, available for Fantasy Football Scout members. Um, and it, it's it's a case of, um, you know, you can you can just click on a button in the members area for these tables, click on expected goals conceded, te- sort by teams, click on the button. There you go. You can make your own tables to do this. So this is a table I have made um, and I've made it, uh, you know, put a, put a different colour scheme in so that you can see it um, a bit more clearly on this video. Um, but so what this shows is that last season, if you had a player like Haaland or Salah and they're playing Leeds at home, captain them. They're going to be the best captain. Same with Everton. Everton, terrible defence. The expected goals conceded was 67. They expected to concede yeah, 67 goals, both of them, over the course of the season. And Leeds were, in fact, much worse than that. So you really got your money's worth uh, if you captained a uh, player at home against Leeds. Goals conceded 78, only five clean sheets. So if you have picked um, a, a good, reliable goal scorer for a premium side, you know, top side against Leeds or Everton, but specifically Leeds, you were gonna, you're gonna, you would think you would get returns. You're just narrowing those odds, you know. And it goes on. Fulham expected to concede 65. And 
in fact conceded 53 um so they should have conceded a few more but then you've got to look at the combination of actually who did you know how much how many goals do they have conceded as well so Bournemouth another 71 goals they conceded uh, from an expected goals conceded of 64 uh, Southampton who were relegated uh, along with Leeds um, they were expected goals conceded 59 but they in fact conceded 73 uh, but only four clean sheets so this is what you're looking at you you want to sort by four to six game weeks and you want to have a look at the latest form and you want to see whether they're doing you can you can switch it by home and away they might be better at home might be better away in terms of their defenses but you're looking at those clean sheets you're looking for those goals conceded and that's what you're after really you just want to you want to pinpoint those awful awful defenses um, and they're the ones to go for so um, as i said going back to those fixtures on paper bournemouth poor defense last season um, they've got a new manager. They might be better this season. As far as I know, on paper, that's a great fixture to captain um, a, a player against, in this case, Mohamed Salah. Um, that maybe brings me on to the next sort of stage in this. Is So this is looking at the teams. This is looking at the teams with the good fixtures. This is looking at the teams with the terrible defences involved in those fixtures. But in terms of, so you know the teams that are, you know, oh, Man City player will be good. Liverpool player be good, uh, a Newcastle player be good, even uh, a Brighton player, and so on. But you want to get the player that's most likely to be involved, so they're most likely to be have goal involvement, um, uh, assists, and goals. So then I would look at this type of table and this type of measure, um, looking at goal involvement for the 22 23 season as, as a snapshot here. So you can see here why Haaland has been such a reliable captaincy pick. 36 goals across 33 starts. Um, goal involvement, 52%, over half of the goals. Um, in terms of expected goal involvement over that time as well, it's, it's expected to be involved in a in a goal goal match. And and, and as, as as you can see here with 36 goals, that's exactly pretty much what he did there from... Well, in fact, exceeded that with 33 starts. So a few sub-appearances there. Not many, though. Um, but yeah, 52%. That That's great. So you immediately know, OK, I quite like De, De Bruyne, Foden, Grealish, whoever. But it's Haaland is the one you want to captain for that. So you look at Newcastle. Newcastle, um, they may have a great fixture. Perhaps they have a double game week. Um, now, remember when I was going on those fixtures and I was sorry, when I was talking before the fixtures talking about Ali, who won FPL, one of his achievements was to captain Callum Wilson during a double game week. So say, for example, Newcastle have a double game week, Manchester City don't. So immediately you wouldn't think, oh, well, is it is it worth me captaining Newcastle player? So you've had a look at worse defences, perhaps they're playing a couple, one, one or two uh, poor defences. Um you look at his goal involvement. Who should you captain? Isaac, perhaps Wilson, perhaps one of their midfielders, perhaps Trippier uh, in defence. Well, I personally, looking at this in hindsight, uh, no, I did not at the time. I went for Isaac, um, but I should have gone for Wilson because over the course of the season, 52% ownership. Even at that time, it would have been heading towards that. So I made a mistake then, which is why I didn't win FPL. <laughs> one of the many reasons um so i'm looking at that and it's 52 percent 
uh, goal involvement, 18 goals across 21 starts. That's a great return there. So clearly he was the guy there. Brentford, another one. So Brentford, double game week. Uh, Manchester City don't. Liverpool don't. Newcastle don't. Who would you go for? Well, then, not now because he has a temporarily, as as I'm recording, he's in the midst of a ban and won't be ready for until January. But last season, 22-23, 51% goal involvement. He's Mr. Brentford. So if you, it's no point looking elsewhere for um, a, a Brentford player to captain um, if Tony is available. So 20 goals across 33 starts. Uh, 51%. Um, and, uh, you know, just this is another snapshot. Now, Leeds went, went um, you know, were relegated this season. Um, but it, it just shows you that you can go for these poor sides, but you can get, you know, quite a good player as a captain. 50% of Leeds. So, if, say Leeds have got a, an easy game. None, well, arguably, none were easy for them. But nevertheless, Rodrigo got scored 13 goals across 23 starts if he had a double game week. Uh, with a 50% goal involvement, he's going to turn your head and he's going to think, well, that is a potential captain for me. I've highlighted Haaland uh, uh, on this table. I've highlighted a couple of more names and that one of those names is coming up now. So if you're listening on the podcast version, he's in blue <laughs> on my on my uh, uh, table that I've got up on the screen. Um, Haaland is in blue as someone who you would definitely potentially captain pretty much most weeks. Kane is another. Now, I got Kane in towards the end of the 22-23 season uh, and didn't have Salah. And Captain Kane uh, for the final game and considered him and indeed captained him other time, other other times. Uh, fantastic. 47% goal involvement. Um, as I say, this is recorded ahead of the 23-24 season. Currently, we don't know whether Kane's going to stay with Spurs. There's talk of um, other teams like Bayern Munich in for him. So by the time you watch this, he may have gone. By the time you watch this, he may have secured his longer term future with Spurs. Who knows? But all we know is that is this is a reliable pick. So he's got the goal involvement, 47%. So getting on for nearly half of all their goals uh, he's involved in. 30 goals across 38 stars. Uh, starts and we know he has assist potential as well because he does drift into that sort of number 10 role and, and can drift even further back as well um madison is next in this list 46 percent um 10 goals 46 percent goal involvement 10 goals 28 starts that's with leicester leicester went uh, were relegated as well madison is now at spurs and this could be quite interesting. So this is something to monitor if you were thinking of captaincy. And this this sort of situation will happen, um, you know, frequently. You know, teams will, will get a get a, another good player in, and so they might share. So Madison might share some of that. So you might, if Kane stays, you might see his goal involvement go down a bit. You might see his goal involvement go up, and Madison is assist potential go up as well because he's got a, a you know better striker to aim for. But nevertheless, he's an example where. Last season, if Leicester had a good fixture, arguably they didn't, they got relegated. But whenever they did, Madison was a captaincy show. And I did see teams with Madison captained there. And, and you know, he can get you get you returns, obviously. Um, Rashford, a Manchester United, uh, another uh, captain. Uh, Ali, who won the game, captained him sometimes. I captained him. Lots of other people captained him. So you can definitely look away from the likes of Haaland and Salah and go for someone like Rashford because... You're assured of that goal involvement. His percentage there is 46%. scored 17 goals across 32 starts. But of course, he's a midfielder, so you get more points there. 
Um, and that is another uh, bonus, particularly in double game weeks for a player like, say, Salah, for example. And so you've got Rashford at 46% goal involvement, 17 goals, uh, 32 starts. Now, another thing you need to look at, this reminds me with Manchester United, their goal involved, their number of goals they scored, I think it was just over 50 goals they scored last season. So whilst um, Rashford's returns is a good percentage of those goals, um, you know, they weren't as free scoring as, say, Man City. So you also need, you need to weigh that up. So, for example, will Man City score more goals? Who's going to be more involved? So once again, that points to Haaland over Rashford because Manchester United last season, 22-23, didn't score as many goals. Another name, Ollie Watkins. Uh, on penalties, we think still on penalties um, at Aston Villa. Um, Tielemans has joined, so that may may change. Percentage goal involvement, 45%, so just under that 50% again. 15 goals. Um, he, if Aston Villa have a double game week, for example, very favourable home fixture against some of those worst defences that were mentioned earlier. Once again, he's got to be in the conversation. He's got to be in the mix. Um, if if Haaland, for example, would be the most popular, has a poor um, uh, game ahead of him, perhaps an away game against... Um, another Champions League um, side. Um, Salah is highlighted in blue along with Haaland, Kane and Salah. So these are the three I've highlighted because these are the three over the last year and in the case of Kane and Salah over the last several years have been very, very reliable captaincy picks. If you're not sure who to captain, pick one of these guys um, because Salah's goal involvement percentage, a little bit lower, but it's at 42%. at 19 goals across 37 starts. So there's some element of reliability there. Um, I mean, I know I've um, captained him a number of times over the years. Um, I can remember some very, very great, good returns. I can remember some poor ones. I remember captaining him against Leicester when he got zero, I believe, <laughs> um, uh, when Liverpool hammered them. Uh, and I think it did the same with Bournemouth. Um, and annoyingly, I captained him when he missed a penalty, uh, missed two penalties in a row. So you can get that. That's the risk you take. But even that out, over all of the seasons, I personally have captained Salah. And he's, I, would, I would class him as very, very reliable. Sometimes you watch a match, a home game against the likes of Leeds, Southampton, and you, it's not a question of will he score, it's how many. And you start, and particularly if it goes into the second half, um, and they can be quite ruthless teams like Liverpool and Man City. Um, and that's what you want for a captain. It's those, it's those returns you look at. Um, I remember over the, over the years, <clears throat> particularly in double game weeks, um, the uh, you, you would get say um, I remember Captain Wayne Rooney and he, he just scored many many goals within this double game week because he happened to play teams like I think it was Hull was one of them at the time and um, so it's exactly that 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 motif there um, and finally I'm just going to give a tiny mention to Zaha he probably might not be at Crystal Palace for this season uh, but he has been for a number of years um, another person. Um, another footballer to be in the mix of the co the captaincy conversation. Um, not as reliable, just the seven goals because it's 27 starts last season. Last season wasn't a great season to captain him, but in previous season it has been on penalties. Um, he's been heavily involved um, in goals. So when would Crystal Palace have a favourable double game weeks? Ah, oh, we'd be in the mix there. Just another name. 
So lots to lots to think about there. You've got the defences to target. Um, you've got the, who is most involved. And of course, crucially, you've got the fixtures as well. Um, and this goal involvement, you can look at in terms of the form as well. So you need to look at the form of the player, form of the team, form of the defence and so on. Um, so what does this lead me to? This would lead me to this table that I'm going to pull up now. And this is something we did another video. I do urge you to have a look at one of our many videos we've done over the summer uh, on captaincy rotation, where I also flag up um, Ali's success by rotating the captaincy. Um, and this is really looking at pick, pick, cap, captain, uh, uh, picking a captain in general, really. And this is what I would come up with for game weeks one to six in the 23-24 season, just as this, a real snapshot of what's going on. So I would look at Haaland <laughs> against Burnley, um, but alternatives would be Saka uh, at Forest um, and Rashford against Wolves. Game week two, on paper, Salah. Now, Salah's not in my team. He's not in many teams, um, but on paper, you would think at home against Bournemouth, that's the best fixture because Haaland has Newcastle at home and that's a tougher fixture. Saka has Crystal Palace away. That he's got to be considered as an alternative. And Watkins against Everton at home. I think he's an alternative. I think he's a good alternative for the armband. And then you start getting to more Haaland's. Game week three, Haaland against a promoted side, Sheffield United. So on paper at the moment, I think Haaland is great. He's the best shot. But Rashford at home to Nottingham Forest, I think is also good. Man City score more goals Manchester United so that has to be weighed up Saka at home to Fulham definitely in consideration and a Chelsea asset I don't know who that is at the moment against Luton and then you move to game week four Haaland again at home to Fulham you would think he'd be the best asset he's got that combination of goal involvement got that combination against we we think you know a poor defense um and uh, but you know once again, Chelsea at home to Nottingham Forest has to be uh, considered as an alternative. Salah at home to Aston Villa could be an alternative as well. I have no doubt Aston Villa um, may indeed score in there, but I do I do think you know Salah at home for Liverpool would be a good captaincy shout. And then you start moving into um, this is now this is would be a debate. For example, how do you pick a captain in game week five when you've got a player like Harry Kane, who we've seen is reliable. And he's against a what we think is going to be one of these worst defences, Sheffield United at home. And Kane, I think, would be the best captain. However, Haaland is away to West Ham. So West Ham, you would assume are better than Sheffield United, but might not be. And also that's away. So that's what I would consider home and away. And I want reliable. So I think Kane might have been, if I do, if I own Kane in game week five, I think he would be my captaincy. And I put uh, Mitrovic against Luton. Um, uh, not been reliable for penalties, but he's been reliable goal scorer in general. If he's still with Fulham, he's playing Luton at home. And that is uh, that is exactly how to pick a captain. And that is exactly the kind of captain that might do well that week. Might get a brace while ha Haaland and Kane blank. You never know. This is what this is what you're sort of gambling on each week with the captaincy. And in game week six, this one is an open and shut captaincy pick case for me um harland at home to nottingham forest 22 23 season notoriously the worst um um defense on the road um against harland the best striker for the most attacking team that's just that all of the tables that i put up all of those decision making process all point to harland there are others to consider 
Um, so, uh, for example, Salah at home to West Ham is in the mix, not as good as Haaland. Uh, and and Wilson away, Callum Wilson away at Sheffield United is in the conversation. But this is a good good example where I don't think the alternatives quite stack up against Haaland, against Nottingham Forest at home. Whereas in pr- other weeks, for example, the first week, Haaland against Burnley, Saka at home to Nottingham Forest, Rashford at home to Wolves, arguably could be better. They could be the better captaincy picks there. So... When you're picking a captain, you need to um, consider um, those issues. Um, Another thing to take into account is effective ownership. Um, And that's important um, because that what that is, is that adds in to that factors in captaincy into the ownership of a player. So, for example, if Haaland is 90 percent owned, every one of those owners captains him. His effective ownership is double that. So it's 180 percent. So you're looking at sort of two players. So if you don't own Haaland, that's bad. If you don't captain Haaland and Haaland does well, you're losing out 80, 90% of those points there. So he gets 10 points, you're going to you're going to be down eight, nine points or so. So if you're in that min- minority um, and he scores a hat-trick and your captain blanks, you are looking at a point swing there, even bigger if you don't own, but you're looking at a point swing just on the captaincy alone. And it's not a point swing in a good direction. But if Haaland blanks that week and your captain scores a hat-trick, you get a major point swing in the other direction. And that is where the gains can be done. And that's what um, Ali did last season, 22-23. And if you look game week one, so this is quite timely for those that are watching this video ahead of the 23-24 season. And those watching afterwards will know exactly whether I'm right or wrong or whether the um, whether those that made particular captain decisions are right or wrong. But Haaland against Burnley um, is away against Burnley. I don't know how they're going to be. And the, perhaps you would say it's highly light. It's possible. It's possible that Haaland could blank that week. Um, it could be that they win and it's Foden scores. And the alternatives there is Saka at home to Nottingham Forest could be the better shout. So Saka could easily get a brace or a hat-trick then. So if you captain that player and Haaland doesn't uh, do well and everyone else around you, then that's a massive gain. And that's where that's where mini leagues are won or lost. Audacious moves like that. Um and sometimes, but sometimes you get um in some seasons, I think last season 22, 23 arguably the Haaland season. It was the Haaland captaincy season. Other seasons, it's the Salah captain season mainly. But you also, I think, had over recently Salah or Kane. So there's been a, a split there. Those that, So it's, that's how important it is. And I remember a particular season a long, a long time ago, and this was where I think it was the, the, the season I did particularly well in when I got my top 1,000 finish, was between Drogba um, and Van Persie. I think it was I think it was either Van Persie's last season at Arsenal or first season at Manchester United against Drogba, who was obviously amazing at, at Chelsea. And I remember a particular um, uh, the final game week and I captained Drogba, who uh, I believe scored a hat trick uh, that week. And I, I did where a lot of other people captain Van Persie, who I think did score, but obviously nowhere near as much as, as Drogba. And that that swing was huge. That got me. High, much higher finish and for other people that might have won them the difference between winning a mini league uh, or not or 
for some, it could mean the difference between winning the actual game. Um, so that is something to keep, keep in, in, into um, consideration. Um, and that brings me on to what kind of manager you are when you're picking a captain. And what, all I've just described there, there's certain people who, when I've described, oh, go against Haaland's captain Saka, you might do really well. Um, now, that is a sort of a more of a maverick manager. They were prepared to take risks. It's your attitude to risk. Or if you're more of a dullard manager, which I traditionally am, um, you don't get, take those risks. You just you try and lower the odds for every decision that you make in the fancy Premier League game. And that's what you're doing each time. You're trying to minimise risk. You're trying to um, increase your odds of success and getting points. And that's what's going to come down to it. So if you, when you're watching this or listening to this, um, ask yourself, you know, those questions. You know, what is your attitude to risk? Um, how happy will you be if it goes wrong? How happy will you be if it goes right? Can you handle that? Um, do you have fear of missing out? You're seeing everyone on Twitter. Oh, I'm Captain Harland this week. Do you have a fear of missing out and you uh, genuinely want to Captain Harland? Or are you doing that because you're, you have a fear of missing out and you actually secretly want to um, or perhaps overtly want to make that maverick move? Um, and you can do that as well. Um, so you've got to take that into account. Um, another little handy tip. Um, I think quite a few people I've seen mentioned this, but um, they often captain a player when they're using fancy football scout. We have a captaincy poll every week. So that assesses um, uh, people who, who comment and take part in the surveys on fancy football scout or engage managers. They're people who are usually taking up membership. They've they're reading the articles. They're engaged managers. They're, they're, they're spending time before they make their decision each week. Um, so they're voting in that captaincy poll. And if someone's at the top of that, so say you get a week where Haaland is 60%, 70% of managers are, are going to captain them. And, and then there's a, a, a very small split amongst the other um, players. Um, if you get that, but if you combine that with our rate my team tool, which uses the algorithm whereby it assesses things like expected minutes and betting odds and uh, form and the fixture and all of those things. This is the sort of the sort of robot, the AI who should you captain version of it. So if those two align, if if you're picking the same captain as engaged managers plus it is one that's strongly considered to have the potential to do well, then that's probably the best captain that week. And that's probably not the week to go different. Now, if you want to go different with the captaincy, um, a, a really good way is to not pick those weeks. So if you look at the captaincy poll there uh, on Fantasy Football Scout uh, and you, you assess the sort of sentiment on social media and the forums, etc., um, and 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 there's a real split there. People are people are unsure between Salah and Kane and Haaland or you know maybe Wilson and Newcastle. They don't know which one. They're just a bit undecided. They've all got sort of good fixtures. They've all got poor fixtures. That is the week where you can use your knowledge, where you can look at things like goal involvement and you can look at the worst defenses in detail and look at those stats to try and gain that advantage. And your pick there might not do well, but it might it might do as well. And that is what it's all about with this game. It's knowing when you can take risks and knowing um, when you've got to play, play safe and sort of more sensible uh, with that really. So um, 
I hope this has been useful for you. I mean, it's, it's, I found it actually quite useful for myself to sort of get my um, thoughts in order because um, because of Harland, we, we sort of um, haven't done our captaincy video um, every week uh, because often it's just been obvious to, to Captain Harland, so it'd be very short. But other times there is a bit more choice to be made. But all, all the time I've, I've quite, uh, I found it very useful to go through that process of looking at the fixture, looking at the, the, the opposition defence, the worst defences, and then keeping tabs on that goal involvement. Is Haaland still the best captain for Man City? We assume he will be. Um, but if he's starting to drop down, maybe maybe starting to share those goals a bit more, um, then perhaps another option uh, will emerge at Man City. I mean, I use that. It's a, it's, I think a lot of people watching this will go, are you sure, Joe? <laughs> Are you really sure you want to go against uh, Haaland? But nevertheless, it just gives, you've got to have those options and you've got to consider all those things. So don't just sort of blanketly, oh, I'm going to pick, pick Haaland this week, every week. Think there are options. You've got to look at the fixtures and, and gains, real gains can be made. And as we said at the big start, the guy that won it last season did not captain Haaland for 19 of those 38 weeks. And so that was many game weeks where he was available, but he chose to go against it. And so um, I think that um, that shows if you want to win it, <laughs> got to get your captaincy right. Uh, so I hope that's been a use. Um, final reminder, do 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 subscribe to the channel if you're not already. Um, and uh, so you can keep in touch with all our videos uh, each week. Um, and also do, do press that like button. Uh, that really helps us and let, lets us know um, a bit more about what you like uh, with this uh, content that we produce. Uh, do keep tabs on all the Fancy Football Scout articles as well. Uh, and I hope this has been a, a great interest to you uh, as you try and pick your captain. Uh, I've certainly have found it as well. Um, thanks for your time. Take care. See you soon.